Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations, a podcast exploring the cool Christian girl's guide to living in America. I'm your girl, April Davenport. I'll reveal to you a little personal testimony while merging ministry, education, and real life. We will also discuss current events with relevant figures of our time. It is the perfect blend of headline news, black girl magic, and of course, Jesus juice. Come with me on a journey you won't soon forget. So stay tuned, don't change the channel, and let's take a ride. Welcome to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. I'm your host, April Davenport, and welcome to season six. Welcome back, welcome back. Well, here we are in a brand new month on a brand new season and on this Fresh Start Friday. I'm coming to you live in metropolitan Atlanta area on the top of the rock. Well, almost at the top of the rock on Stone Mountain. We've been apart way too long and I am so glad to be back with you. I've missed you guys. We always make the best laid plans, but then we give them over to the Lord and we ask him, what shall we do? And he just says, follow us. But we know that God makes the best plans, so we don't argue with him. What have you been doing while we've been apart? We have so much to tell you, but we won't tell it all today because we have an entire season to catch up. We will fill you in on the regular stuff though. You know, Atlanta's weather has been Atlanta's weather. Cold one day, rainy the next, you know, doing what Atlanta does. And my Atlanta Falcons, still my Atlanta Falcons. Pray for me. My dad and I though, still cheering for the home team. It's rise up forever. And should I say it, the pandemic is passing us over, almost over. Let's keep praying for that one. I think that this is actually the first season that Confessions, Convictions, and Conversation has actually began, and it's not in the throes of the pandemic or in the midst of a COVID wave. Glory, hallelujah. I think we need to take a praise break over that one. I'm just so excited that God has kept us and that he's kept you. Let's pray that our trend keeps going upwards. We're gonna keep our prayers on that one. There just seems to be one more thing that happened since season five ended. What could it be? Oh yes, I'm not just April S. Davenport anymore. I'm Reverend April S. Davenport. To God be the glory for the great things he has done. I'm eternally grateful to God the Father for thinking enough of me to call me into his great service. The Lord called me at the young age of 16. And at that time I told the Lord, I accept this call in my life, but I don't need a title to serve you. I admit, I allowed circumstances around me to hinder me from truly walking in this call, but I truly believe I could serve God without limitation or inhibition by simply accepting this call privately. Even as I matured into my 20s, the Lord kept at me and my answer would still be the same. God, I'm committed to you, whatever you need me to do, However, a few years ago, I was at home and home alone, by the way, and the Lord called my name as if he was sitting in my living room. I rushed down the steps thinking my mom had called me, knowing full well that she wasn't at home. For a moment, I thought I was losing my mind. I went back up the steps and a few minutes later, I'd heard my name being called again 
loudly and clearly. I rushed back downstairs. The Lord spoke clearly to me in that moment and told me it was time to walk fully into what he had called me to be almost 20 years ago. I could no longer hide behind what I considered to be a full commitment if I wasn't going to be also obedient. While I honored the Lord's word, I had no idea that a pandemic would come and interrupt all of our worlds and that I would lose my precious sister and her death would disrupt my world. In many ways, I felt like accepting my call was the peak of the mountain. And then I dropped tremendously to the lowest of the valley. So even though I was ready to walk publicly in my call, I actually kept it private for almost four more years due to circumstances outside of my control. It was not until October 23rd, 2022, that I delivered my initial sermon and it officially began my public ministry. So this year has afforded me one of the greatest moments of my life. Being able to deliver my initial sermon at the church where I have been a lifetime member was one of the greatest honors of my life. The Lord has been preparing me longer than I realized. However, I have also experienced profound sadness this, this year. The depth of pain I feel at the mention of my sister's name in her absence, at her memory, it's indescribable. What I have come to realize is that I am grateful for the Lord's joy because it is not dependent upon one thing or one person in this life. I have joy in the Lord and His joy is my strength, which is why I am able to make it from one day to the next. But I am also realizing that for every mountain, there might possibly be a valley. So you may be wondering, why am I standing on Stone Mountain? Well, I, when I reflect upon this past year, my mind travels back to an album by Yolanda Adams that I listened to in college. The name of the album is Mountain High, Valley Low. The songs on the album show Yolanda Adams' amazing vocals ability, but they also remind us of the journey many of us take in this life. The Christian walk is not a linear path. There are no straight lines on the graphs of our life. If we were to truly examine our pathways, we would see there are great peaks and monumental pits. The world would have us to accent and highlight all of the peaks and pretend as if there are no pits. But how can we truly appreciate the mountaintop experiences if we don't learn from the valley encounters? This mountain, which was built by Native Americans, but includes the cravings of Confederate leaders Jefferson Davis, Robert E. Lee, and Stonewall Jackson, represents both the high and low in Atlanta's history. You can see the mountain from various points in the city, and it is the state's most popular attraction known for the laser show, Christmas lights, family picnics, exercise trails, and venues and other uses. But it's a stark reminder of the racism that plagues our state and our country. Just like Stone Mountain is steeped in the history of our state and the city of Atlanta, the mountains and valleys of your life are part of the history of who you are. You can't erase one and hold on to the other. What highs have happened in your life that have helped to shape who you are? What have been some of the greatest moments of 2022 that caused you to reflect upon the year with joy. While you may recount those memories with a smile on your face, 
Don't prevent yourself from also asking yourself the questions on the other end of the spectrum. What have been some of the lowest moments of your life? What lessons did you learn during times where you might have experienced great failure or great loss? What happened in 2022 that caused you pain or that brings tears to your eyes when you recall it? I am of the belief that we grow during the valleys of our life because we're able to pause and truly learn the lessons that adversity is attempting to teach us. Sometimes the valley is extremely low, lower than we would desire or ever wish to go. But if we trust God, then we can endure even the darkest of valleys. Does that mean I don't appreciate the mountaintops? Of course not. I, like anyone else, love the mountaintops. However, if we learn in the valleys, then I think we leap on the mountain. We are energized when things are going well in our life and when we are supercharged to keep that same energy and achieve even greater success. We can feed off of one success in order to generate other wins, and we may also be a source of encouragement for someone else. I don't think that there is a limit to our mountaintop experiences, just as there is no limit to the valleys. What is the key to both or either? On the album I mentioned, Yolanda Adams has a song called Wherever You Are, and she sings mountain high, valley low, desert heat, arctic cold, wherever you are, that's where I want to be. Take me anywhere you want to take me. I'm going to go no matter what. She goes on to further sing, plant the seed and I will grow. Your mysteries I will know in time. Come and let me know where I have to go in order to do what you want me to do, when you want me to do it, how you want me to do it, I'll go wherever you are, that's where I want to be. If we're going to endure both the mountains and the valleys in our life, we have to have God in the high places and in the low places. We should want God when things are at their best in life and when things are at their worst. God knows what we need at the pinnacle of success and he knows what we need in the pit of despair. Our mistake comes when we think we can do either without him. We can't learn any lessons if God is not guiding us or teaching us. We can't do any leaping if God is not there to catch us. The joy in experiencing any of these life-changing moments is knowing that God is nigh and by our side. Whatever God is and wherever God is should always be our goal. And sometimes God is in the valley and other time he's waiting for us at the top. I always ask my students, if they could have a do-over in life, what would they change? Without fail, they begin to list the many things they would change about their lives. And the interesting thing is that they're only 18 or 19. It leads me to believe that people even older would change even more things. This semester though, I had one student who said, she wouldn't change anything about her life. She said her life had not been easy by any stretch, but she was sure that if she had not experienced it just as it occurred, she would not be the person she was or be in the place she was in today. There are times when I acknowledge I have misstepped 
or not gone the way I felt God was leading, but I too desire to live a life without regret. I wish Charnel was still here, but I trust that God is sovereign. And if his plan included her living beyond August 19th, 2020, she would still be here. The valleys of my life have been significant. I would never have written them in my own script, but I'm not the author. The mountaintops have been just as pivotal. I could not be more grateful for the many ways God has blessed me. What I know for sure is that without God, I wouldn't want either of them. I wouldn't want the climb or the fall. I wouldn't want the darkness or the light. I wouldn't want the viewpoint or the blindness. There has been hardness and there have been great rushes, but God has been there through it all. And like Marvin Sapp, I thank him for it all. Maybe you're on a mountaintop in your career, but in a valley in your romantic life. Maybe you're on a mountaintop in your social life, but in a valley in your health. Maybe you're on a mountaintop by your personal standards, but in a valley spiritually. Embrace it all. Shout from every peak and pray from every pit. Don't you know that David knew well what it felt like to embrace and experience the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, but he did it anyway. Wherever you are in this season, embrace it fully. Feel it completely, honor it wholly. Just know this, wherever you are, God is also. Our God has not left you. He is behind you, beside you, and before you. When I was in the fourth grade, we took a field trip to Stone Mountain. They told everyone to wear rubber bottom shoes, basically sneakers, jeans, and our school shirts. In our fourth grade minds, we thought they wanted us to be casual and to look nice for the picture that they said we were going to take. Normally, we would wear uniforms to school, and this was a way for us to still look uniform without actually wearing our uniform. The morning of the field trip, we were all so excited. We boarded the bus and headed over here. When we arrived at the park and got off the bus, they divided us into groups and told us we were going to climb the mountain. We felt tricked, trapped, betrayed. We thought we were enjoying a nice day at the park and they wanted us to climb a mountain? As we looked at the great obstacle in front of us, we said, we can't do it. I said, I have asthma. I definitely can't do it. Our teacher said, all of you can do it. No explanations, no excuses. We began the trek. Soon as we did, we became like fourth graders, talking and chatting, going up the mountain. Our teachers were with us and we had each other. We felt safe. We forgot about the obstacle. We were focused more on the journey. When we finally reached the top, we were all silenced because we realized what awaited us at the top, a view of our beautiful city, something we would have never seen if we stayed at the bottom if we kept thinking all we had were the low points. I've been at the top now numerous times, but the view never gets old, and there is a lesson in every climb. For every mountain, there may have been a valley, but for every valley low, there is still a mountain high. Don't give up, no matter where you are, and always enjoy the climb knowing God 
is with you every step of the way. I can't wait for season six. It's the most wonderful time of the year and I get to spend it with the most wonderful people, you. So look around you, look around you. Let's appreciate the hope that awaits us in this season. And let's start this season off with the bang. I can't wait to see you next week, same day, same time. But before you go, I love to pray for you. God, we're so grateful for another season and we are thankful for every valley low and for every mountain high. I love you so much and I'm so glad that we're back together again. Thanks so much for tuning in to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. We are just getting started. So make sure to connect with me on social at AS Davenport and at Fresh Start Fridays. For more information on the podcast, please visit www.ascministries.org. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show and be a part of April's Army. Remember, anytime is a good time to confess the Lord Jesus as your personal savior, live by your own personal convictions, and it's always a great time to have a good conversation. I'm your girl, April Davenport. See you next time.